My first memory of the concept of thank you was at a very early age and generally attached to some deferred receipt of something I wanted or withdrawn from me because of not offering the code words, thank you. As I got older and younger siblings came along, I moved from saying thank you to watching when thank you was not said. I became the thank you cop of my family. Mom, she didn't say thank you. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. You didn't say thank you. You don't get the broccoli yet. <laughs> Subsequently and early, the ritual of spewing the words became a part of our way, but not necessarily a part of who I was. I offer that as we were reading the scriptures today, Psalm 136, a number of us might have slipped into that deeply ingrained pattern of, his love endures forever. <laughs> oh, his love endures forever. <laughs> saying words, but maybe after saying it 35 times, it became a little less than meaningful, a little less than real or me. My objective today is to help us together to heighten that sense and to re-engage our attitude of thanks. As we communicate and commune with God, it must be more than mere rote or recited without thought. It may be difficult for you uh, to relate to the events of Psalm 136. Certainly we can see in the scriptures the uniqueness and sovereignty of God. He is creator over all things. But some of those things seem to distract us from focusing with him and on him. Why has that person not responded to my text? I sent it five minutes ago. And then we transition over to, why has God not answered my prayer? Or, I can't believe that she, he posted that during class. Oops. Didn't mean to get so close. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you just now. I was with someone else. I confess during the preparation of this chapel, I carved out a few hours on a Friday afternoon when it tends to be a little quieter here to work on my notes. But I kept getting distracted by bling, another email. Oh, what was that? Now, part of the confession is that I don't know how to stop them from blinging or to <laughs> do something with the computer that would have changed that. The distractions are ever around us. How can we get to the place where we again say with fullness, say with full understanding, and say with that relevance that comes from saying, his love truly does endure forever. The first nine verses focus on Yahweh as absolute, creator of all things, and worthy of our praise. We know that. We strive to do that in every way, but sometimes it can just be words. How do we move past my actions as the juvenile repeating the code words that allowed me to get that piece of food or that something that was in the possessions of another sibling? Or more specifically, when I speak to my grandmother with genuineness and thank her for another pair of knitted socks for Christmas? How do I say thank you and say it in a way that means? Along these same lines, how do we balance the traditions of our experiences 
with the fresh newness of life. I recall my first American Thanksgiving. But let me go back to some I experienced somewhat vicariously. Growing up here in southern Ontario, during my high school years, it was faking illness to stay home to watch the NFL games on that Thursday. Whether it was the Packers, the Lions, the Steelers or the Cowboys, it really didn't matter. All of them made me sick. Even the next day, while I still was ill and probably should have stayed at home, but for my unwavering commitment to education, I went back to school. <laughs> While attending graduate school in Kentucky, Cheryl and I, my wife, were invited by friends to travel with them to Pennsylvania and to experience American Thanksgiving. That Wednesday morning, we got up early, started to travel. No classes on the Wednesday, no classes on the Thursday, no classes on the Friday. The academic dean shouldn't be getting excited about this, but... And then have three days of food, of conversation, of relaxation. I thought, I could get into this. And so for 28 years, we did. It was a beautiful time of food, of family, and relaxation. Thanksgiving, for me, became fresh. It became full and brand new all over again. And it was no longer tainted by that past deception, that past emptiness of saying, I don't feel well, I think I'll stay home today. Thanksgiving took on a very different meaning. And so I would want that that same would be true when we say, his love endures forever, all over again, with a fresh awareness of its impact. Just as I remember my first American Thanksgiving, I want you, and not something that was cheapened, even in a cheating betrayal of truth, I want you to be able to look at this time of Thanksgiving and these words in Scripture and sense the fullness, the freshness, the completeness of his love endures forever. Let's hear more from the psalmist. In verses 10 through 26, it reveals God as Redeemer, unfolds the history of salvation for the people of Israel, conveyed our specific events of history for the people and for us, including some of the foes, this dude from Bashan and Shion or whoever they are. As the psalmist lists events and links to religious symbols, the listener is brought back to their own corporate and personal experiences. For me, one of the powerful experiences on being part of a learning community is watching a graduating class as they come to that point of culmination, of graduation, of launching. Because it only requires a few words from class members, such as, remember when, or wasn't it fun when, or I recall, and those events immediately spark some point of history some point of remembrance, some sense of what was shared by a people and became theirs, and became real, and became something that was owned by them. So it is with our text that some of these past experiences with God that come to mind and bring forth thanksgiving and genu genuine gratitude at the risk of overstating an element of our own looming future, the move to Bayview is one of these. Ad nauseum, here I'm talking about it one more time. If you're new to Bayview this fall, 
You anticipate being there, not here. For some of you, you've been here long enough to think, will it ever happen? But the bottom line is, the journey that we're on will happen, and we will share in it together. The president has committed. We are moving, and we are moving this year. Amen. Amen. In my tradition, you try to work for an amen on occasion. That's how hard I had to work for it. Put the president on the spot. But bottom line, it's going to happen. It'll be part of our story, part of our journey, part of that which we can give thanks for. And in the midst of it, I hope we can all say, truly, he has been faithful. His love endures forever. Look around you. What do you share with those that are near you? Are you beginning to make some of those same memories, those same experiences? So just as a graduating class, just as a community, just as a family, just as a cluster, that you have that opportunity to make something, be someone, and connect with another. Now, it's always a challenge when you talk about Thanksgiving because some of us right now are living in the shadow of a looming assignment. Okay, all of you. <laughs> are you thankful? Do you understand a little bit of the privilege that you enjoy? Only one in four Canadians has the opportunity to go to university. And if you look at the world, you represent 6% of the world's population, blessed, honored, entrusted with an education beyond high school. So, sure, those assignments are challenging, annoying, interrupting your life as you would see it. But what a privilege, what an honor and a duty. Give thanks. Keep perspective. Know you are part of his kingdom and his plans. So not just about assignments. What about family? Do you have reasons to be thankful? You know, you chose the family you're in. <laughs> no, you kind of didn't. But you can choose how you respond to the family that you've been given. <coughs> what about this Thanksgiving weekend? Will you find ways in which you can celebrate and be thankful? To give thanks for what he has provided. Your health. For some, that might bring up a painful past or a current challenge. Yet, his love endures forever. Your finances. I know Tyndale is sucking them from you. <laughs> but what better opportunity to invest in something that will give a return <coughs> multiple fold? Permission, personal story. 30 years ago, while in graduate school, actually, theological seminary, my wife and I started the in the role as a resident director. I was a full-time graduate student. She had other employment, and we moved into this role. And it was a way to get free housing. It was a way for us to have partial meal plan. 
It was a way for some of our stresses of finances to change so that we actually began to see that we could make this happen and not go further into debt. Yet the real blessing was that I was reintroduced to student development, to student formation, to the opportunity to be part of students' lives. I've given 30 years. I couldn't imagine anything richer. So what is it in your life that seems to bump into where you are and cause you to say, I don't get it, I don't understand it, I don't see the connection? His love endures forever. God has done wonderful things in me and privileged to be part of wonderful things happening in the lives of others. And so as with the psalmist, may these words in this season of thanksgiving bring you a place of celebration of his love and remembrance of who he is, what he has done for his people, and more specifically, for you, his people. I'm so thankful to be here at Tyndale. I'm starting year four. I'm thankful for the now, for the season, and for its future. What I find in this staff is a faculty and students and leadership that has a passion for God, a commitment to service, and a joy in serving that is unique. This is a special place, and you are part of that, and you make it what it is. Students, you are blessed. This is not a perfect place. Actually, it can, and I believe, will be better. And we're committed to moving in that direction. But definitely blessed. <coughs> Drink deeply and fully from its resources. Make the connections. Make Psalm 136 and the history of his people and the accounts even of opposition and foes that come our way. Make all of these things part of not just a rote recitation of his love endures forever, but his love, which I know personally, endures forever. Be thankful and have a rich Thanksgiving. Jeremy, you don't know I'm doing this. Thank you for allowing me to borrow without your permission. <laughs> I'm thankful that I was alive. the last time Toronto walked around with pride as the champions. And I stand before you thankful to live long enough to see it a second time in my lifetime. Now I need to be candid. The clock is ticking. 